And we're back for another episode of the Philly Eye Podcast. And the past 24 hours have been a roller coaster of emotions for all Phillies fans. Simmons makes his return tomorrow and he's going to try to recoup his money he lost. But that that's all that's all next week. Today today we're talking Eagles. And I'm joined by two incredible people. Vince, as usual. How are you, Vince? I'm miserable. <laughs> what am I, I going to tell you? I'm absolutely miserable right and now. I'm miserable too, and we'll get to why we're miserable. And we have a new guest with us. My boy, Francisco. How are you? I'm good, but why are you? I just got to ask, what, what's with the Simmons shirt? What is this? <laughs> I initially said I initially said nice jersey, but and you know you, I couldn't you really see take the it five back behind the water bottle. So I get now I see the five and bro, yes. I take it back. Yes. What am I doing here? It's a beautiful it's a beautiful jersey. All right. <laughs> when Ben was drafted, so everybody, I'm wearing the new city edition Ben Simmons jersey. We'll get to the Eagles, I promise. When Ben was drafted, I thought everything I went through as a kid, the process it was going to culminate in a championship with the two of them. And I kind of backed myself into a Ben corner. And I'm the first to admit that Ben, he's soft. Uh, he had to go. Wasn't going to work. I have no problem admitting that. But I'm still a fan of how he plays basketball. Like, I love the game of basketball and how he plays basketball. I still love Ben Simmons. And so I ordered a Tyrese Maxey jersey January 3rd. I got an email two weeks ago saying my order could not be fulfilled. And I was angry. So when I went to the website to try to buy it again, this was on sale for $10. <laughs> and I said, well, it's $10. I have to buy it. <laughs> like, I, have, I, I bought a Markel Fultz jersey for $8. Like, no, I have to buy it. Like, I have to have it. No, I had to have it. I probably won't yeah, wear it ever thing. again, but it was $10, and I was angry. You've worn that Simmons jersey more than Simmons has worn that Simmons jersey. <laughs> yeah, really. true. <laughs> I don't think he's ever worn that jersey. Uh, yeah, I think that's, yeah, he's never worn that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's so good. Uh, question, or, question just popped in my head. Hmm. If we win the championship, does he get a ring? No. I don't know if they would send him one. I, I no, well, he would ha- when he comes back, they would have to give it to him. If he demanded it, he'd have a right to it. So, but like, I don't know, like, what the CBA, like, how long you have to be with the team? Like, does he actually have to play? Yeah, he, was like, he never you know played. Though, you know what? Though? I don't think he would want it. Uh, I don't think he would want. If it. he turns down an NBA championship ring, yeah, but he think about what's transpired over like the last seven months. Like, I don't think he would want it. I think he, he, he hated uh, these last eight months so much that he wouldn't care. You know, I, I, that's the way I see it. Yeah. I, I, I could see him being like, I don't want anything to do. Yeah, with I, like, I hate you Philly fans. I hate all of you. I'm not screw that. I don't want the ring. Yeah. Are, are you going tomorrow? Versus am I going tomorrow? Yeah. You on the Sixers Nets game tomorrow? No, nah, I'm not. I'm not going to the game. If, I'm going to, if you yeah. went, would you boo? Absolutely, one hundred percent. Okay, you wouldn't. I'm debating about whether wearing this jersey down there tomorrow. Are you going to the game? What do I'm you want to happen it? to you? <laughs> like what? What <laughs> sick death wish do you have, Greg? <laughs> I love Ben Simmons. <laughs> you still love Simmons after yeah. all that time? Yeah, 
Are you, you know, a Nets fan now? You know, no, God, no, God, no, never. And you okay. know who one of my favorite Eagles of all time is? Oh God! Oh, let's take a guess. You should, you should get this. It's right Terrell on. Owens, isn't it? No, it's Carson. It's Carson Wentz. Wentz. Okay. <laughs> it's Carson Wentz. Yeah, it's Carson. I was pissed when they traded Carson. Did you see the? Did you see the news today? Did you see what he said? Carson? Apparently, oh, like right before, like the Super Bowl. Wentz? Oh, they're probably not bringing him back. No, I, uh, I I thought I read something. It was like Jeff McClain posted a oh a new article, and like someone oh pulled God. an excerpt from it, and it was like apparently Wentz, uh, like had a conversation with all the injured players about how he was like uh, upset with the, the recent success of the team, like his displeasure. You guys didn't. You guys didn't see yeah, that he was obs- oh, so I he was. Not, obs- I did not read that. Wait, he was upset that the. Colts I'm about to hold on StreamYard so I could I could show it on the screen. I want to find this. Oh. Um. Yeah, but it was absolutely wild, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt it. You guys wouldn't doubt this, would you? Um, I would slightly. He's would petty. Doubt it, would you? He's petty as hell, so mm. I I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, yeah, wait, I'm so are you to, asking me to, to share the the screen for you? Here, hold on. I'm looking at it. Uh, where's where's the? Yeah, just read off what he says. Someone, here it is. All right, so uh, McLean posted an article. It said Eagles leftovers a week at the NFL Combine, and like the one, the one, like you know, the one bullet point was like the difference between Carson and Hertz. And then, uh, so here, here's what it is. I'll, I'll, I guess I'll just put it up to the screen so you guys can read it. I'm trying to, it's I'm, it's hard I'm to dumb it. read. Can you just read? Here, it? I'll read it. I'll read it. I'll, I trust you to read it. <laughs> All right, like, <laughs> these glasses do work. <laughs> All right. Sometime before the championship game, Wentz voiced his displeasure with the Eagles' success to a group of other injured players. Sources with direct knowledge of the incident said is one this, of the players immediately the confronted him. And the yeah, well, this oh. it said sometime before the championship okay. game, uh, one of the players immediately confronted him, and the two eventually had to be separated. So, I bet that was Malcolm Jenkins. By the way, you you think so? That's what everyone's trying to do. Everyone's trying to guess. That seems easy to me. Malcolm Jenkins. Do you think it was Malcolm? Super popular in the locker room. They love keeping those guys around. He left. I not mean, uh, not draw your someone own conclusions. like not someone like Alshon, where we found out a year later where he was basically the snitch, right? Or so we presume he was, but also he was against one, so maybe he was actually good. Greg, you have any thoughts on who that is? Uh, I don't know if I buy it. Ooh, I mean, when, it's possible. It's it's possible. I, says I don't the know. guy it's, who already took off the Ben Simmons jersey. <laughs> He's been, he wore it for ten minutes. I wore it for show. Um, when when certain players in Philadelphia become hated by certain media members and by the media itself, I have a hard time believing everything I read. Um, that's why when like, every story came out about Wentz, it just felt like it was so easy for everybody else to like keep piling on like the same, the same like narrative. And I was like, I, I don't, I don't know if I believe all of all of it. Like, is he a brat? Probably. Every superstar quarterback is a brat. The same stuff's coming out in Indianapolis of how he's a bad locker room guy. So yeah. I don't. Nah. Mm. But you're a Carson guy, right? You're I a am, Carson guy. I am, but I don't. I just don't know if I believe it. Bias. It probably is. It's <laughs> clearly biased, but I don't No, I don't. I don't believe it from. Oh, I point. believe all of it. I'm sorry. I, you know what? And you know what, Greg, for years, I was like you before we traded him. I was a Carson supporter. Okay. I loved his talent. I loved 
what type of person I thought he was. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, after, man, after we, after he left and I've seen everything that happened in, in Indy, nope. I'm, I'm upset with myself that I actually thought I believed everything that was happening or what I thought, what I thought, you know what I mean? That everything that was coming out, I thought, I thought it was all BS. Although what the writers were saying, this and that, uh, and you know, Vince, Vince and John had, uh, Joe Santaliquido. I think I got his name right. Vince, not you did. Mike you did. He did better than Barchard. That's for sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, but, um, you know, he wrote an article and that, that basically lost him. I don't know if it lost him his job, but you know, it got a whole lot of backlash. Uh, but, um, the point I'm making here is that I was against all that stuff that was coming out and then everything that transpired in Indy. In a little last year and a half, like I'm sorry, like I'm upset with myself that I actually thought uh, it wasn't true. So, it could be true. Obviously, yeah, it could be. But <laughs> like, like I said earlier, I think it's just so easy to pile on a narrative that's already there. Like Indy, like they hyped the guy up and they brought him in, and their defense blew it against the Jaguars. Say what you want against Carr. Their defense blew it. They should not have given up 37 yeah, points. Of course it was terrible. They should not have given up 30. Awful. If we had to get into the playoffs and had to beat the Jaguars and our defense gave up 30-some points, we would not be blaming Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but, but hold up, hold up. Carson was, like, really bad against Jacksonville. I understand Carson, I like, agree. overall his season. He, he was bad. I agree. But yeah, he but he was a he, big reason why they lost that game. He wasn't the Huge reason. Huge reason. He wasn't the reason. Okay. Oh, so so right. So every 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 bit of the team, uh, you know, this parts of the team. I get that. But he was the quarterback. He made a lot of crappy plays, a lot of turnovers. He looked terrible. No, it it, it the the right. Their defense is partially to blame. But if we're going to rank what was to blame, Carson Wentz was number one. Carson Wentz was number one. Their defense far. gave thirty points to the Jets. Trevor Lawrence. I, I get that, but he was he was bad. He was very bad. I would take him back on the Eagles in a heartbeat. Would you? Uh, I, I I wouldn't right now. It wouldn't it wouldn't it wouldn't make sense to bring him back ever. <laughs> Third string maybe. Uh, uh, that's it's disrespectful. Stop 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 stop. <laughs> All right, we're approaching free agency, and shortly after the draft, L- looking at the Eagles roster as a whole, I have three main needs, and, and I'd love your I'd love your opinion if you think we have others or. If you think we're set at these positions, I have edge rusher, linebacker, and secondary help. Obviously, all defensive oriented, and I think it's even more prevalent now that we know we're not getting Russell Wilson. But we'll get into the quarterbacks in a second. But those three: edge rusher, linebacker, secondary. Is that the correct order? And are those the correct three that the Eagles need to address, uh, address the most this offseason? Yeah, I think. Um I think Ed Rusher for sure is, in my mind, Ed Rusher is number one just because they were, you know, bottom five in sacks last year. Like, you have to address that position. I think you definitely need an Ed Rusher. Um, I think the secondary definitely needs help. So I'd probably rank them number two. And then, uh, yeah, I'd say, because I think they're going to sign McLeod, re-sign McLeod, or they can go out and get get another safety in free agency. Um, so I, I think... You know, I, I think I, I want to pair a receiver with Devontae. Vince knows who I like. I still like him. I still want to, even if it's not him, even if it's not Drake London, I want a receiver to go with Devontae because there's some good receivers in this draft, man. There's some good receivers. You got 
You got, uh, if it's not Drake London, you got Garrett Wilson. You got his teammate, Chris Olave. You've got uh, Traylon Burks. Uh, you, you've got a lot of receiver talent. And I think if you get a receiver to pair with Devontae, would be fun. And it'll be helpful to Jalen Hurts. Can you get a receiver in the first round three years in a row? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I know. I, I know. We don't, we don't, we don't love Howie. We don't super trust Howie. I get that. But I'm willing to take a chance on the receiver in this draft because of the talent pool. You gave, you gave, you, you gave Devontae, Howie drafted Devontae and it's worked out so far. Look, Devontae wasn't the best receiver out of the rookie class, but no one was as good as Jamar Chase. There wasn't many receivers well, besides also, like Cooper Cup. Like, I mean, there weren't that many receivers yeah. that were better than Jamar Chase. So, I mean, Devontae was a top three receiver last year as far as rookies go. So, I want a receiver. That's number three. So, you would draft the receiver rather than sign one of the pre, I'd say, premier ones that are available? Uh, I mean, what? Who, Less so than premier, Mike Williams. Mike Williams just, uh, I think, just got tagged with. Yeah, he. Uh, Mike Williams target. signed a deal. Godwin got tagged. I think Devontae See? Adams got tagged. See? Uh, and obviously, Calvin Ridley is now uh, not playing this year. So, in yeah. terms of guys that are available, yeah. yeah uh, Calvin Ridley is the Pete Rose of football now. So, uh, yes. <laughs> well, not really. But, but he admitted it. Uh, so, yeah. This is true. Yeah. So, right. So, um, so, I mean, I don't really know who else is. I, I haven't. Looked, I mean, I think I know Allen Robinson's still out there, but I'd rather go and draft a receiver. I, I like the I like the talent pool right now. I uh, I would rather draft one. All right, I'll, I'm, I'm going to throw some wide receiver names at you. Go ahead, Juju. I don't know. Was he injured last year? Yeah, shoulder injury. I I would yeah. say I would say no to Juju, but I just he seems like a bit of a diva. I don't know. I don't I know say, I he's Juju. a TikTok. Like he, he cares more about TikTok, I believe than. Like yeah, see, uh, I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, Philly would hate him. I think. <laughs> oh God, yeah. I'm, I'm like okay. the first Not time he drops figure. a ball over the middle, like, yeah, Amari Cooper. Uh, wouldn't he, it would demand a lot of money? Would it not? Re- <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know. If Dallas cuts him and he gets his chunk of money, doesn't that bring his price down? Like he's not going to sign for like two million, but like, wouldn't his price come down if he's getting a chunk of money from Dallas? Because he got cut. Well, not when the market goes away the way that it has, right? I mean, that's that's part of it too. When when a lot of the major options, the high level options, are off the board, then he's the best guy out there. I mean, he's definitely better than Allen Robinson. Oh, hundred percent. Oh, for sure. So he's, he's elite. He's he's the best. If he gets cut, he's the best free agent receiver on the market. It's that's going to be a chunk of change. I mean, he might not be like twenty, like he's getting right now, but he could still be like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah, I would. I, I just, man, for me, like, I, I'd rather spread that money around wisely. Like, I, I don't want to give all that money to one guy to where you don't know how great your offense is going to be next year. I'd rather draft a receiver for me, man. I, go, keep going. You had more names, though. Yeah. I, if you got more names. I'll um, Jamison Crowder. Mm, old, right? Uh, 29. 29. Eh, he nah, would be like okay. your slot guy. Like I feel like he would be a nice slot receiver. Sure hands, good route runner. Isn't isn't Quez the slot guy right now? Do they see Quez as a slot? I see him more as a opposite of Smith. He's played some slot, and yeah. they've talked about him as being a slot guy. But I think he kind of had to be out of necessity because Rager sucks. So they wanted <laughs> Rager to be the slot guy, and they couldn't use him. So I was like, Quez, please play in the slot. 
JJ Thigwide's a tight end out there. We need you in the slot. Like, do they give Rager another shot? <laughs> hopefully, it's with a bow and arrow in the chest. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you're mad about like, Russ, man. We don't gotta take it out on everybody. <laughs> don't take it literally, all right. Uh, but yeah, it's, he stinks. I will say this side note with all the receiver stuff. I mean, for all the conversation about Quez and people like him as a three, that's fine. But like, if Quez is your four, what a four! Oh, what a absolutely. four! I mean, like, I don't see the problem in adding two receivers if the market falls out, if the draft falls that way. If you can push Quez back down the board as your fourth wide receiver, that's killer. Yeah, I agree. That'd be quite. wild. Because <laughs> I, I think we were all comfortable with him as the thir- the number three, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, if we're all comfortable with that as the three. Uh, I mean, that's you're stacked if he's the fourth. I mean, if we take Francisco's ideal target in London and put him on the outside with Smith, Quez does become like the perfect slot guy. Shifty, quick, fast, can run all the routes, yeah. catch a quick That's slant and go. It would fit perfectly if you got yeah, a bigger, bigger-bodied receiver opposite of. Thank Smith. you. See, Vince never saw that because Vince is looking. Well, you know what? <laughs> what for the for the most part, of the last like three months, Vince has been looking through this, these lenses of Russ coming to Philadelphia. So now that those lenses are off, I think he might <laughs> see things more of the logical <laughs> me my way. <laughs> uh, and you know, he might. You never know. I'll be back in tomorrow. For Bell and the Birdman producing, I think you know I, I might see some uh, uh, more logical takes from Vince Quinn moving forward. So I'm excited for that. No, but, uh, Drake London, I'm still out. I'm still you're out. still Alan Drake. Uh, I would Burks? rather have Traylon Burks. Okay, well beat. that's fine. Oh, I like Traylon Burks because he, his name sounds like Trey Burke. He's, he's a basketball player. We we'll play for the Sixers, so he'd make he'd be a good fit in Philly. <laughs> wow. You picked a guy named Drake I, I London, see, which, you know, the history of British-sounding football <laughs> players is uh, deep. You picked the most British guy of all time. All right. I got, I got two more names for you. Good. Will Fuller. Eh. 27. Eh. 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 Yeah, d- my only problem with him, he got. Did he get pinched for roids like a year ago? Yeah, he missed like. So three Lane games. Yeah, oh well, yeah. Lane, yeah. I mean, Lane. That's that's going to be a story eventually. Is is going back and being like, oh my god, this guy was almost cut and like out of the league, and he had an amazing career. But yeah, Fuller. It, it's the same thing for me. Like I like Will Fuller. I wouldn't trust him as the two. Is where I'm at. Given all the talent you've got, like everything that's available, free agency, just guys that pop up every year. What's available in the draft. I would take Fuller as a. It'd be the same thing where he's a three. Quez gets pushed to four. I'd be fine with that, but I I don't love him as a two. My my thing is if, if we're gonna have to roll with Jalen Hurts probably this year, I want to surround him with as much talent and as much veteran talent, especially offensively, as possible, so that he can succeed. When I watched the Tampa Bay game, they were daring him to throw. They put our receivers in one on one coverage, and it was like. He didn't trust himself, and he probably didn't trust like a Watkins and a Rager and a Smith to constantly go up to get one-on-one balls. If we have Jamar Chase, maybe maybe he's more willing to throw it up there and throw a 50-50 ball. But if you give him a veteran Cooper, Crowder, Fuller, even like a Christian Kirk type of guy, maybe he's you know a little more confident in his receivers and he'll you know progress somewhat from what he's been in Alabama and Oklahoma until now. I'm not against adding yeah. talent. 
You know, it's like, and that's the Maybe thing. So. Stock up at wide receiver if you can. If if you can, it's available. You want to do it, go for it. They, they tried to do that a couple of years ago. It just hasn't really worked out because Rager stunk. Ortega Whiteside stunk. Uh, Tim Hightower didn't become anything. And Marquise Goodwin didn't play. He just never played here, I, even though they traded for him in the draft like two years yeah, ago. True. So they wanted to restock that position and fill it with all these speedy, deep ball kind of guys. And it just didn't work. So if they have to do it through free agency and the draft this year to really round it out, do that. Like, because if anything, you're just pushing Rager further off the roster. You know what I mean? If you, if you had more talent, it's all the more reason to be like, oh, he's our fifth wide receiver. Let's trade him for nothing. Or like, let's just cut the guy and eat the money. Or if he becomes a fifth wide receiver, all pressure's off. Maybe he can relax and develop into something. Maybe. I mean, you know, uh, do they need somebody to clean the stadium like after the game? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like a punt returner, a kick returner, that a gunner on that type of person, Vince. I mean, if you're talking about returners, a valet brings your car back. So, it's oh my god, get this guy out of here! <laughs> I, right. I mean, if it, go ahead. No, no, you're good. Good. No, nah, I was just, I was gonna say. I mean, that's that's something they need to address next year too. Not that it's like the most important thing, but you had Jalen Rager returning punts for ninety percent of the year. Didn't understand that at all. It kept getting worse. Did it not? It did. We don't. We haven't had a true, like, special team playmaker since Djax. Djax, yeah. Yeah, we just haven't. And I'm not asking for them to like go out and draft a specific guy, but we just haven't had like the one guy that can give you a big thirty yard punt return, like flip field position type thing. Um, yeah. One thing we yeah. probably should address in the offseason. I feel like Watkins could be that guy. I feel like he's shifty with yeah, the ball. Yeah, definitely. I, I was saying speed. that. Yeah, I was saying that last year. I was saying I was like the entire time when Rager was taking punts. I'm like, why isn't I mean, we? We were raving about his speed uh, in, prior to the season and from the season before. Like we were raving about it. I'm like why is? I know it's not just about speed. I, I get that, but uh, that's something essential when you're a punt or a kick returner. And I'm like, uh, Rager's doing this. Uh, how about you give it to somebody that? Uh, you know, hasn't gotten a shot and let him, you know, let him prove something. Don't keep, don't keep giving it to Rager. I don't, right. I don't understand why you keep kept uh, and it kept getting worse. I, I remember I was at the game. They play the giants at home and we got booed off the freaking field. Like what are you doing? Deservingly so. Come on, Sirianni. <laughs> so the, the three of us here are all content with Jalen hurts for the most part. Vince is probably not going to admit it. Because right. of what recently transpired, but yeah, we can sad. we can see in his eyes right now that he's accepting Jalen Hurts. Yeah, content stuff is the right word. <laughs> yeah, I, I am accepting the fact that we're probably stuck with him this year. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Let it, you know. Let's be patient. Let's be patient. Can we all be patient? Can we patient with Jalen Hurts? A second rounder that the team has never loved. And has openly been like, oh, yeah, maybe Joe Flacco is going to take the starting job this year. We'll see. I mean, they did, they did that all last year. They it's did called that competition, Vince Quinn. It's called competition. Okay. Jalen Hurts wasn't a yeah. proven, proven guy yet, so it's called competition. Yeah, it's when deserving. Joe Flacco at 36 is your competition. Isn't that, Super Bowl, former Super Bowl isn't, MVP, baby. Isn't that, yeah, very former. isn't that concerning when you draft someone in the second round that's not proven? Yeah, but he 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 had 
some intangibles and uh, talent that maybe could. I know Vince heard the word intangibles. I know, but I'm 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 adding to it. No, yo, he he looked fine at certain points last season. Yeah, against the I Giants can't believe I'm sitting here defending Jalen Hurts. I, I can't either because I was bashing him for the first half of the season last year. But you know, I'm coming around a little bit. Be a little bit patient. I know this is Philadelphia, and we don't like to be patient. I'm, but I'm I, I am trying to learn patience, and maybe this is me just going through therapy and just learning to be patient. But let me have my therapy session. <laughs> when I watch Jalen Hurts at Alabama and in Oklahoma, it's like watching the same exact quarterback today. So what? Do you, I don't know why I can be patient when I yeah, haven't seen to, growth. To be completely fair with you, uh, I haven't watched a crap load of college football since i was like in middle school i'm just gonna be straight uh, i'm not gonna try to yeah. act like i'm not somebody to uh, you know yeah uh i'm not gonna try so i didn't watch a lot of Jalen in college i i, I might have seen bits and pieces but I, I didn't watch him a lot in college so you, like you know if 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 he has been the same guy then well you know he was ready for the nfl then because look at him he they, they won nine games last year so i mean because he didn't run- play terrible. It's because we ran the ball. Yep. Okay. Well, which, good. It's something he's good at. Which is, uh, no, I meant like the team ran the ball. <laughs> I know. He, he, he was a big part of that. He was a big part of it. Um, speaking of running the ball, last yeah. week, me and Vince got into a little bit of an argument. And I'm sure as much time as you spent with Vince, you know the running back he's banging on the table for. Yeah. Mac and Mango. Yeah. <laughs> Great yes. pizza spot in fucking Jersey. Man. It is. Uh, the great I will I will take Marlon Mack to Mac and Manko's. I will have <laughs> Yes, we know that. you will. You guys are gonna have date night with slices of pizza together. It's gonna yes. be candles on the boardwalk, <laughs> me and Marlon. <laughs> He's gonna pull a Frank Gore. He's gonna sign here and then never show up <laughs> and just leave. Hey, don't jinx that. Don't jinx that. Don't do that. That would be so cool. My other nightmare scenario was he signs with Denver and then I see Russell Wilson <laughs> and Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack together. I'd be so mad. With Jerry Judy. Oh, it's like the trifecta. Um So last week we got into an argument. Yes. Because I'm, I'm kind of out on Miles Sanders. Wasn't really a fan of Miles Sanders in Penn State. Wasn't yeah. really a fan of drafting him in the second round. Mm. Because everybody thought Miles was going to be Saquon 2.0. Right. And then it just so comes out that the Giants are entertaining offers for Saquon Barkley. He's due $7 million this year, final year of his rookie deal. Expected market value would be five million a year after this. So you actually get them cheaper in the future than you get them today. Would you rather have Marlon Mack for about two and a half million a year or Saquon for five million a year? Oh, Marlon Mack. And I, I know Vince oh, no. That no, 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 because no, 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 because Vince, Vince is seriously. Like, oh, look, look what you're saying. Because me and him had that stupid Saquon conversation that we had to have. I didn't even see coming uh, last week. Uh, but contrary to belief. Yeah, I'd rather have Marlon Mack because, uh, you know, he was sitting behind uh, the best running back, uh, you know, in the NFL uh, last year. And. You know, he's a good running back. He's a good running back. And Saquon is injury-ridden. I wouldn't – I mean, why are you going to pay pay a guy that you don't know is going to be there? You know what I mean? You don't know if he's going to show up every week. You don't know because it, because of his body. So, I mean, for that reason, I'd rather have Marlon Mack. 
And I believe there was a poll question about this, Greg. We did. We did. I believe there was a poll question. Would you like to read the results we did of that poll question, on Greg? The, Greg? on the Saquon side? We did. Yeah, I'm heavy on the Saquon side. Just because. So the giant, the trade market reported a fourth round pick. Right. If I have to trade a fourth round pick to get a potentially top five running back on a one year deal. First of all, you don't, okay, if you don't want to extend them, that's fine. You're trading a fourth round pick for a proven commodity. I, I could guess somebody. How he's good in the later rounds. Uh, I, says I who? Somebody. Says who? Says Jordan Mylotta. Says uh, other guys that he's freaking taken in the later rounds. We we, we, we just call. We, just named, we just named one player in the eight drafts. Right, well, but Mylotta's a running back, back, so that's okay. <laughs> he, he is a running look, back. He just haven't gotten there yet. Look, if you could, and I gave this hypothetical to Vince. Okay. If you came to me and said, "I will." Saquon, like if, if Jesus came down and was like, look, Saquon Barkley will be the Saquon Barkley of four years ago in his rookie year. I promise you that will be him. Like, duh, I'll take that for a fourth round pick. But what we've seen the last three years with the injuries and everything, uh, you can't you can't take that. It's I think that's dumb. There's a lot of other guys I'd take over Saquon uh, rather than that scenario. I just don't trust it. And running backs aren't, uh, you know, they're not what they used to be. They're not, the, the league has changed. Running backs aren't as important anymore. You slide, you slide anybody in there. You slide me in there. I'm going to get 800 yards behind the, behind Lane Johnson. Another year of case and jealous, case and jealousy. Case and jealousy. I like that. I lot of, and, uh, Anybody else, man? You slide me back there. I'm gonna be. I'm juking like old Lashawn. Don't, don't old you think Barry that Sanders. helps Saquon Barkley? He would have finally have an offensive line and a quarterback and an offense tailored right? to him. But my whole thing is health. That's the number one thing for me. So health. He, if you're not he, there, so like he, why does it tore, matter? He tore his ACL, right? Right. Okay, and he came back, and okay. he had a rough first year. Which everybody who tears an ACL comes back and has a rough, a rough right. first year. Marlon Mack tore his Achilles and hasn't even played. He sat behind Jonathan Taylor all year. Right, because it's Jonathan Taylor. Right. So I don't know if Marlon Mack is at 100%. If Marlon Mack is the old Marlon Mack, at least I've seen Saquon Barkley come back. I, I, yeah, but I think Saquon's had more, more than just that one injury, right? It's been multiple. Has it not? Yeah, he missed a couple of games last year. He missed like three or four games. He played in 13, I want to say. And then he played in 13 the year before uh, the ACL tear. Just, just something. If you can prove to me, he's going to come back and be the healthy Saquon Barkley that he can be uh, in that first year. Then I'd take it. I would. I'm just telling you. I'm just worried about the health. I understand the Marlon Mack thing, but I think Marlon would be more ready because he sat for a while and he's probably itching to get back and really get carries. That's why I want Marlon Mack. Okay. I, I wouldn't be mad with. I wouldn't be mad with Marlon Mack. I. If we're going to run this with Jalen Hurts, I just need a proven three-down running back. And I feel like Saquon Barkley would be that proven three-down running back, especially behind this offensive line with this quarterback and this offense. I feel like it's tailored to him more like, than it would uh, be for Marlon Mack. Like Jonathan Taylor, who Mack was playing behind? See? Did, see how I did that? All right? See how I did that? That was very smooth. Now, I mean, how many? How many... How many three down running backs are there really are, are left in the NFL? Like that are getting so many carries. Like it just doesn't exist anymore. And I miss that. I miss when you had your Adrian Petersons and your right. every team had a you know running back that was taking the bulk of carries. I miss that. Yeah, the, I, I miss mean, Corey Dell. I miss I miss uh, 
I don't Corey know why I'm doing it. Corey Dillon was a, a good throwback. drop. That's wow. A, that's I a, like Corey Dillon, man. That's a yeah, fun, like, Patriot, but, yeah, yeah, that's a good drop by you. Yeah, but, uh, but you know, I, I, I miss those days. But the, the reality is it's not those days anymore. It's volume. Not, we are in. We're in 2022. It's volume. Get multiple guys. Churn them out, right. man. It's the meat grinder right. playing plus, running back. Plus, you got Kenny Gainwell. I I like his talent. Yeah, I like his talent. He's Let he's not. Progress. He's like Sanders. He's not built to be a bell cow. I, I just don't think we've seen enough. Seen enough of him now. Uh, we don't. He, we, we, it's not like we saw him so much last year. Here, but he reminds me of Tariq Cohen. He, he he's gonna get beat up. Okay. Well, we'll see. Maybe you're right, but I I, I I like what I saw from him last year. In the oh, I, I love Kenny size. Gainwell. Uh, Saquon yeah. Gainwell backfield would be great. Thunder and lightning. It's <laughs> perfect. Thunder there. and lightning. Perfect. Just had to throw that. <laughs> anyway, so we did a poll. Yes. Because Vince, Vince wanted the people to judge. <laughs> we did two <laughs> polls, one on Instagram, one on Twitter. Right. On Twitter, we had over 100 votes, actually. 71% said Marlon Mack. Yeah! <laughs> Let's go. See? See? Let's go. However, on Instagram, People are smart. we had 60 votes on Instagram. Okay. 79% said Saquon Barkley. Oh! Interesting. Oh! That probably evens out. Yeah, it probably evens out. Look, yeah. I'm not paying a ridiculous amount of money for Saquon Barkley. I'm not saying he's getting Zeke money or Cook money. But if it's true, his market value is five million dollars. I I have no problem paying Saquon Barkley five million dollars. If he gets hurt, you paid him five million dollars. I I would never say sign him to a Zeke or one of those astronomical like running back contracts. But if his market value is truly five million dollars, I feel like that'd be a steal if he turns out to be healthy. Right. That's a big if. Right. That's that's my whole thing. It's a big if. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. Now, yesterday, another running back's name came uh, came up. Christian McCaffrey. Teams are calling Carolina. Yay or nay? He's not going to be worth the price. They're looking for at least a first, right? You have three. So? This draft is not as deep as you think in first-round talent. I'm... I'm I'm sticking to it. I think it's deeper than people think. And I thought that before the combine, because like that has nothing for me to do with like, oh, his 40 time and whatever. Like, I don't really I'm not going to go nuts about all that. But man, I look at a lot of these guys. I think there's a lot of talent. And it's just like I've, I'll say this. I haven't scouted the running back talent in the draft outside of Kenneth Walker. Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State. That dude's good. That dude's really good. Right. And he's probably going to be a second round pick. So if I can already get a guy that's younger, better injury history, does a lot of different things, and I could get him in the second round on that contract versus paying a first for McCaffrey, who's older, has the wear and tear, and wants to get paid, like that's it's easy. There's got to be a guy in the third, fourth, something that's like solid, right? Because, I mean, you have gained well. So it's not, and, and I know you're saying like you need another guy, but draft your thunder or whatever, you know, like just draft that. Draft your thunder. Thunder? <laughs> Hashtag draft Th- thunder, thunder. I said thunder and lightning with Gainwell and Barkley. So now he's saying I, we have to go draft our thunder. Hashtag Which would draft be, your uh, thunder. Running back from Iowa State, Mr. Hall. Would be do, your, do, would be your thunder. Do either of you want Jordan Howard or Boston Scott back? No, I wouldn't mind Boston Scott. Yeah, I wouldn't mind Scott. 
Jordan Howard kind of like, yeah, his time's up. Gotten hurt every year for the past yeah. like three years. It's and it's like the same injury too. So like yeah. it's always his shoulder, like a stinger. Yeah, I just feel like he's. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame though because he he looked good when he was healthy last year. He did. You know, he fit. All right, Vince. Um, I'm sorry for bringing this up again, but we we got to talk about the elephant in the room. He went to Denver. But where were you when it happened? I was uh, in a, in a place that would finally be known as hell. I was on an airplane. <laughs> I was sitting on the runway. I was so I'm sitting. I'm literally like on the runway, getting ready to take off. I was in Charleston for a wedding for a couple of days. I'm getting ready to fly back, and. As I'm sitting there, they're like, ladies and gentlemen, we have a 20-minute delay. And I'm like, oh, well, this is good. So uh, this, this is exactly what you want when you're already sitting on the plane on the runways for them to tell you, you're just going to sit on this runway and stare at the exit for 20 minutes. I so had that's to do good. that for six hours. Oh. But go ahead, continue. Oh, God, that's awful. So, <laughs> that is awful. so we're sitting on the runway. They, they give me an extra 20 minutes of, of phone time, essentially. So I'm like, all right, I'll get off airplane mode for 20 minutes and, and check Twitter, which is exactly when I found out that Russell Wilson was traded. So I turned, I basically turn it on just as it's happening, just as the news is breaking. I'm dead. I'm dead. I'm just, I'm miserable. I'm so mad. There's nobody there that gives a crap either. There's nobody. I'm sitting next to my girlfriend, her mom, and her younger sister. There was oh, nobody God. to care. Oh, that was, none of them cared. They're not even Philly anybody. They just, it didn't matter. They like, right. they know that I love Russell Wilson and wanted Russell Wilson on the Eagles, but they're not Eagles fans. They don't care. So right. I'm, I'm on a plane basically by myself. And as I'm processing all the news, the plane takes off. Now as the plane's taking off, Spotify is crashed. So I get <laughs> logged out of Spotify, which means everything that I've downloaded is gone. I do not have access to it. It's on my phone somewhere, but I can't access it because I'm not logged in on Spotify because it doesn't work. And then I don't have the internet on the flight, so I've got no internet, nothing to listen to. I don't pack a book because uh, I have podcasts, so I, I, I don't have anything to do. Even Instagram, when I'm really desperate, I will go to Instagram stories, and with the pen feature, you can draw stuff. So I would draw things a lot uh, just for fun on the plane, and I couldn't even do that. That didn't work either. So I had literally nothing to do but sit there for two hours and just soak in this news that Russell Wilson had just been traded to Denver, not knowing anything about the terms either. So I just sat there, no one to talk to, nothing to do, and I just went completely insane for two hours. It was awful. <laughs> it was really bad. I'm sorry, bro. Uh, you know what? Even though, even though I'm kind of laughing at you, I'm sorry. That, that, that sounds sad. I'm laughing at me. It was bad. <laughs> it, was yeah, really it sounds sad. dark, bro. It was really sad, man. So when you finally landed back in Philly and got all of your internet back, did it hurt like even more the second time? God, yes. <laughs> Did you see the trade package? It's terrible. It's a terrible trade. Drew Locke. Uh, Drew Locke and Noah Fan, dude. They're two up and coming stars in the NFL. Oh, yeah. You know, Drew Locke is really <laughs> turning that corner. He's really, yeah. Oh, no. He's he's a wanted commodity. Uh, so, yeah. Drew Locke, Shelby Harris, who nobody knew existed until yesterday. And, uh, and a tight end, which Noah Fan's good, but like, come on. When, when, when your big arg- sticking point is, oh well, they gave up something. There's a tight end in there. All right, good luck. All right, good luck turning the Seahawks around with Noah Fant. You you just gave up Russell Wilson. Like it's it's an abomination. That trade is brutal. 
So I obviously the the problem is he didn't want to be here. And we can certainly talk about that as much as you want, Greg. But like uh, so they didn't have options. And that's why they took this this junky deal. But that was a junky deal. It was bad. And I was pissed. No, I, I was very upset, too. Less once I found out he not that he I mean, yeah, he didn't want to be here, but it didn't feel like it was like, oh, I hate like I hate Philly. You don't want to be there. Um, It lessened the, the hurt once I realized that. But um, just because we struck out on Russ doesn't necessarily we mean we might strike out on the quarterback quarterback market altogether. Mm-hmm. So last week we brought up Kyler Murray. How Larry Fitzgerald dad pretty much called him a spoiled brat. Um, which was pretty damning worse to be <laughs> yeah. called great one of the greatest wide receivers his father's ever called you a spoiled brat. And the whole Russell thing, people kept telling us, no, he's not going anywhere, he doesn't want out. He's happy in Seattle, he's gonna stay. But one thing I've learned through sports is when there's smoke, there's usually fire. And there's a lot of smoke around Kyler Murray and the issues in Arizona. And before Howie makes the call for Deshaun Watson, I think they should make a call for Kyler Murray. I mean, yeah, Howie will do his due diligence and he'll make a call. But I mean, what's Arizona going to be asking for? They're going to be asking for the house, the backyard, you know, the the driveway. Like they're going to be asking for every single part (laughs) of your property. You know what I'm saying? Well, like they're gonna well, be asking for because they're gonna be asking to... for listen, they're gonna be asking for like it's not just gonna be a, a normal middle class house. They're gonna be asking for like, yo, do you live in a mansion? Like <laughs> I want all of it. I want every single piece of what you got. That's what they're gonna be asking for. So no, I mean, yeah, he'll do it, but like they're gonna be no, it wouldn't happen. It wouldn't happen. But with him due for a contract extension, does that lower the asking price, knowing that we're going to have to pay him as well? It helps. Maybe, but I still think they're going to want a lot. Yeah, they're going to want a lot. They're probably going to want two of your ones this year and probably a future one and probably a future two, which when you have three ones in one year and a draft that I still don't think is that incredibly deep, I don't think that's a bad way to go. It's only it's only look. I told, I told this. I said this defense uh, last week. The only reason why this draft is looked looked at not as deep is because the quarterbacks were so stacked last year that everyone's like, oh well, the quarter, there's not a lot of quarterbacks in this draft. So this 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 uh, this draft's not deep. It's not that it's not deep. It's just no. There's not there's not Trey Lance. There's not uh, uh, whoever else was in the draft. Like for the quarterbacks, Mac Jones. Fields. It feels like everybody. So, like, I don't think it's Pos- not positionally deep. across the NFL. I don't think it's deep. like there's no true number one. And whenever that's the case, like, I, 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 you're just saying a quarterback. I'm just talking about in general. Like, I don't know if there's oh, a true I, number one overall pick. Oh, uh, yeah, but that doesn't necessarily mean that whoever. Yeah, but that doesn't mean that there's not good talent in the top ten. That maybe we're going to be looking back and uh, or looking. You know, uh, three or five years from now, saying, "Oh yeah, they they were, uh, they were that type of talent. They could have gone top five, top three, top whatever. Right. Like that. Yeah, just just because just because a guy doesn't go number one doesn't mean that, uh, you know, guys guys get overlooked. 
So, I mean, there's there's a lot of talent there, man. I just feel like in past years, you could look at 1 to 20 and be like, ah, like any one of these guys is going to be a legit NFL player. It's a matter of fit, best player available, what they do in free agency. This year, like I could probably name the five best players in the draft, and then it's like a crapshoot. Yeah, but I mean, I think just because it's a crapshoot doesn't mean that there's not. I mean, you mean it's a crapshoot as in like the, these guys are just whatever? Like, that, what do you mean by that? So, like, I think the top five or seven are like Thibodeau from Oregon. Um, right. Uh, no, God, yeah. no, God, not, no, no, they're not, like the same not, player. N- no, 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 they're very different, but they're both great. Um, I'm saying, from what I read, people are saying they're like the same guy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan. Hutchinson comes off as the Jadavian Clowney of this year, as in good last couple games, skyrocket draft value. Like when I look at his full body of work, I don't really see top three pick overall. I mean, he might go number one now, right? They, that's which is the new concerning. That's well, the new prevailing theory is because Jacksonville just franchised a left tackle when tackles were the potential top picks of the draft, right? But not like a, a Linderbaum. I think is going to be great. Um, Jordan Davis is going to be great. Lloyd Dean and Stingley, like those, those I can like book are going to be great NFL players. And then it's like your second tier is kind of like kind of where we're picking 15, the 16 range is kind of like I, I would kind of rather trade either trade out and get future assets or use one of those for a proven commodity that I know can help me. And if it's a quarterback, because I feel like once you solidify the quarterback, then you can talk Super Bowl. You don't have a quarterback. You don't have anything. That's true. Yeah, to a certain extent. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's just, it's tough. More often than not. Yeah. If Kyler's making 55 million a year, you know what I mean? Like, well, at at least if the Rodgers contract is accurate, right? Yeah. If Rodgers is making 50, that means Russ is going to make at least, what, 51? You know what I mean? Like, right? Because it's just, you're always resetting the market. So then Kyler, yeah, it's just like, it's a lot of money, man. Can you win with Kyler Murray making that much money? I don't know. Like, I, I honestly feel better about not trading four ones and paying Kyler Murray than trading for. Him. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I, I, I mean, and plus, when, so if we get him, we're just gonna when 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 would he be due for his extension? Basically, he he's supposed so to be like a you, year you from can now, right? Start now. He can yeah. take it now. This is kind of like when Wentz got his, like this this territory. Yeah, yeah I, I don't like, want to get, get ahead of it. I don't. I don't like the. I don't like the stuff that's happened transpired like the last like month, month and a half. I don't. I don't want a guy that's that young that really hasn't proven himself to. He, he has proven himself. He's a good quarterback, but he hasn't proven himself to be that he's, uh, you know, an elite, elite quarterback plus a locker room guy. Like he has not proven that at all. So I, I no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't take that chance. I, I honestly, I'd rather rather wait it out with Hurts. Or wait it out uh, and see what happens with uh, the whole Deshaun Watson situation, and maybe if depending on how that plays out, maybe go after Deshaun. But uh, right now, I'm, I'm still sticking with Jalen over uh, going after Murray. You've got you've got other other issues with your your team that you need to address before. And I'm glad before you brought, trying to go after Kyler. I'm glad you brought up Watson 
because every time I feel like I hear Schefter talk, podcast, interview, and the Eagles are brought up, I feel like Watson's brought up. And once again, when there's where there's smoke, there's fire. And so how he struck out on Russ, he's probably he'll probably kick the tires on Kyler, and then like we said, he's not going to want to pay him fifty five mil. Well, then you just go to Watson, who's already extended, and you see what Russ got. What was the picks for Russ? Is it two ones? Uh, two ones, two twos. There was something late, like a five and maybe another pick, like a six or a seven. All right. So basically two ones and two twos. Is that what you said? I'm sorry. Yeah, that All was right. that was the basics of it. It was two All ones right. and two twos. And then there was some other right. stuff on the back end that got swapped. So does Watson warrant what? Two ones and a two. That, I, does he? I don't think he require or warrants more than Wilson. No. So two ones and a two would probably get it done for Watson. I would think so. Because here, here's the other thing. I mean, there's still uh, for all everything that's actually going through the court system right now in terms right. of all the cases and, and potential penalties and all that stuff. It's all been civil, which is money. Like you don't go to jail for civil cases. You just don't. It's just right. not how it works. Yeah. Um, but there is a chance there is a federal investigation because all this did happen over all these state lines and he could be facing federal crimes and he's doing the the court stuff for that is really getting launched in the next couple of days. So there is a chance that there is a like federal criminal investigation that goes into Deshaun Watson and and he's got to go through the courts for that. So if he's got a, a federal case, then yeah, you're talking about potential jail time. I mean, this is like it gets incredibly yeah. serious and his value tanks completely. So so, I mean, for right now, the game you're playing, even the, the public hit of the reputation and, and the odds he's going to do this again, because it's like if it was a one time thing, it's a one you can write off one time things. People always do. But 22 or 23 that go to court like yeah, it's really it doesn't look good, man. Repeat offender status it is uh, it's already proven. So it's right. it's just what's he what's he worth with all that? Yeah, I agree. I agree with everything you said, Vince. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's worth it at this point, um, unless something significantly changes. But right now, at this at this point in time of what, what's going on, it's it doesn't look good at all. All right. So since we worked through our our free agency right here, so we got Hurst is coming back. We got Marlon Mack to appease yes. Vince. Yes. So we got Hurts and Mack. Wide receiver wise. We'll hold off for the draft. It's a little early. At 15, I'll ask you both. Well, who is your ideal target at 15? Well, yeah, sure. So the, the guy that I'm dying for, this is a reach. I, I get that it's a reach, but uh, but the way quarterbacks are trending and now it looks like Seattle's going to draft a quarterback, so that adds another guy to the mix. If three or four quarterbacks go in the top 10, 11 picks, there's a shot at Kyle Hamilton. If, if Kyle Hamilton, for some godforsaken reason, falls to 15, I am all over that. Oh, my God. Would you would you trade up for Kyle Hamilton? Yes, I would. Yeah. You know, what's crazy because I was I was reading some mocks yesterday and that he basically like fell a little bit like I would trade up for him. Well, how far? How far are we trading? Because it's going to it's going to cost. Like 
Uh, what are we at? Fifteen. Five picks sound correct. Yeah, I mean, you're so gonna, into the top. Yeah, I traded in the top ten. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. Because you, you look at some of the teams, I, I had gone through a list earlier, some of the teams that were going to do it, this was a couple of days ago, but if you look through the list, I mean, it's like, okay, well, uh, Washington definitely wants a quarterback, I'm trying to think of some of the other, now you've got Seattle Carol- that's on the list, There's, Carolina, yeah, Carolina is on that list, there's like really three or four teams that could draft a quarterback, and now you're adding Seattle, so it could be four or five, so if all those guys are skyrocketing up the board because, hey, uh, Desmond Ritter has a great combine. Malik Willis threw the ball 80 yards at the combine. People are going to freak out about that. If all that stuff is piling up, then yeah, like guys like Hamilton are going to fall down the board. So uh, I, I don't know how much you're going to have to trade up. You might have to trade up to 12. Like Washington's 11. So that's a sticking point. I know that. But my my thing is, if and I'll, uh, Francisco, you can answer in a second. We... If you're going to want one of these premier defenders, you're definitely going to have to jump Baltimore. For some reason, Baltimore just doesn't miss when it comes to drafting top-end defensive talent. So at least you're going to have to jump one spot and get over Baltimore. Or maybe two spots. I think 13 is Cleveland. So like maybe, maybe Cleveland would fall back a couple spots um, and like maybe pick up a receiver a couple spots lower, but... Yeah, I would definitely trade up for Kyle Hamilton. Okay, so yeah, here, here's the list of teams that I'd run through. So, uh, I mean, questionable but possible. Houston at three. Depends on how how much they like Davis Mills and, and the current class. Uh, okay. Carolina's at six. Okay. Atlanta's at eight. Okay. It was Denver. Now it's Seattle at nine. Okay. Uh, Washington's 11. Okay. And then if you really want to get sticky, Minnesota at 12. Cousins is on the last year of his deal, maybe. Okay. Um. And Cleveland seems like they're going to keep Mayfield, so that's probably out. That's a that's a pipe dream. There's at least five teams, if not six, that really could take a quarterback. Pretty good. That is pretty good. Are, are there six quarterbacks to go, though? Well, Pickett, Willis. Um, I don't think... I haven't heard enough about strong post-combine Carson Strong. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much he participated. Right. So... Hasn't been a whole lot about him. Ritter, I think, had a good combine from from the little bits that I've seen there. So mm-hmm. there's at least three guys. I don't know. I mean, I I can't imagine Matt Corral jumps that much, but maybe Sam Howell. Do you think he sneaks into the? I don't. Think he's so. like remember like Brandon Whedon went in the first round. I know it was late, but like some team was like ah oh, Brandon Whedon, and they kind of jumped the gun a little bit. Yeah. So I, I guess we could see five. Maybe. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. So, But even if four quarterbacks go in a class where nobody thinks any of these right. guys are really top 10 picks, like yeah. that's that's a lot of people. That's a mm. lot of guys getting pushed down the board. What would you do at 15, Francisco? Uh, are you going it's your, funny, your you, I mean, you just brought up Kyle Hamilton. So, I mean, I'd either, I'd trade up for, I'd trade up for Drake London um, or I'd trade up for Kyle Hamilton. I, Wait, we're if trading, they're there. We're trading up um, for Drake London? We're trading up for Drake London. Yeah, apparently he's. I mean, I don't know. I, I, the last time I checked, he 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 would be like towards the top ten, right? Or I could be wrong. Maybe he's not. Is he for you? He is for you, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if he's still, I mean, if you don't have to trade up to get him, then then freaking then uh, there he is at fifteen. But I mean, if you if you're, uh, I mean, if you think if you think someone else is going to draft him. Uh, you know, in that like seven to twelve slot, then like trade up for him. But like, I also like Kyle Hamilton a lot. So I mean, if he's in that, if he's in that, uh, 
if he's in that area too, I'd trade up for him too. I don't know. I'm kind of I, I. I mean, they're saying Hamilton is like stupid talented. Yeah, so oh, like, it's insane. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather trade up for Hamilton, man. To be honest, you know. But also, it, it would just it depends on who who drops where. But I, I mean, I'm trading up for for one of those two. If what, what I'm doing at 15. So my my three that I would even trade up for these three if they fell far enough. It's Kyle Hamilton. Actually, it's four. Kyle Hamilton. Thibodeau. Yep. I think he's just an unreal, oh, yeah. uh, just an unreal talent. Like he didn't play. Like he's just an unreal talent. Jordan Davis, because reminds me so much of Fletcher Cox. Mm-hmm. Like he would just be a perfect segue to go from Fletcher Cox into Jordan Davis, and then Derek Singley Jr. I think those four at fifteen, or if you have to move up to like eleven or ten. You told me if we had to trade 16, no, we, would we trade 15 and 16? You wouldn't trade two. Would you trade two to move up? Yeah. I mean, depending would on you, how high up you're moving. Yeah. Trading two first rounders? Would you trade 15 and 16 to get to like nine? Yeah. Eh, I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't think I would. I feel, like, I feel like that's too much. Would it be like I think f- it is too, I don't 15 feel, I, and like I a think three? Definitely too much. Yeah, I don't know if I would go 15 and 16. Yeah, That'd be uh, outrageous. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'd, I'd do it. If it's if it's one of those guys we're talking about, because I, I love your list, Greg. I love all those guys. I Yeah. Uh, I think those. Do you love them that much? They're that far and ahead of everybody else? I mean, I, I got to see more of Jordan Davis. I've, I've seen right. the Combine stuff and, and read some things, but I just haven't watched him play all that much yet. But everybody else that I've seen, like Stingley is amazing. Absolutely. Uh, him and Slay would be so much fun together. Yeah. I feel like so, Kyle Hamilton be no-brainer if they said 15 and 16 to move up. I feel like that would be a no-brainer. Yeah. Davis, I'd probably be a little hesitant on. Stingley, I'd have to think about. Like He's going to be good. I mean, he would just take over for a Slay as your number one corner. I don't know. 15 and 16 is a high price. Maybe 15 and 19. But, okay. So, say we say we don't move up. Say we stay at 15 to get your boy Kyle Hamilton. We'll be nice. Good. A lot of hypotheticals today. We'll be nice. Do the Eagles use all three first at that point? I think there's a lot of weight now that Russ is a Bronco, which makes me sick to say. Uh, now, now that now that he's not here, I think it's more likely they do trade a first out and and go move down in this draft, maybe move down to the second round and pick up a first for next year. Because uh, it's it's that same idea of hey, have the ammunition, trade up for a quarterback. If somebody else in the market becomes available, who knows? I mean, it could be like here, here's how crazy all this is. Let's say Deshaun Watson goes to jail. Maybe he does. Right. Like a Michael Vick situation. Yeah. If he's out in a year, you know, you got picks like maybe I honestly, I just, I don't know, but it gives you those options if they want them, which I think it's pretty clear Howie Roseman does. So you trade back. You're still getting a pick this year. You're not necessarily giving it away, but you get a first rounder next year for compensation for moving back. Now you got two firsts. You still make a lot of picks this year. I, I think there's a lot of weight to that. Do you agree, Francisco? Do you think we take all three? Yeah, I think I think we do. I think there's a lot of people that have said like, oh, they're they're not going to use all three. They're gonna, they're they're going to trade them. I don't I don't see. I mean, you got three first rounders for a reason. Why not use all of them? Why not use all of them? Like build build up from the ground up. There's nothing wrong with with uh, 
with look, they were four eleven and what was it? Four eleven and one th- two years ago. Like, there's nothing wrong with building from the ground up. Like I, I told you guys earlier in the show, there's nothing wrong with being patient. Why not load up on? Why not load up on the young talent? Why not? You got a lot of young talent right now with Hertz and Devontae. and you know, like I, I don't, I don't see why you can't build up from the. There's nothing wrong with building up from the ground up. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't see why not. Yeah, they they might use all three first rounds. Yes. No, I agree with the build up from the ground up, but I don't think we're that far away to where necessarily we have to use three first round picks all this year. But I know that like sounds far away from from being a title contender. Yeah. Well, I think I think you're a quarterback, a legit quarterback away, and I think you're one playmaker on defense away. Their offensive line is solid. I really think the defensive line is pretty good. You got your stud receiver. You're going to be a running. You're going to be a running team, but we're going to do running back by committee. They show, and I think everything else is there. Like winning nine games, I'm going to be a little mean. In spite of your quarterback, is pretty impressive. I don't think they need to go and use all three on like a a, like a receiver, a linebacker, and a corner all in the first round. Where you could use one or two in the first round and then trade back, get a couple more mid-round picks plus a one next year, and like continue to build this. Because they're old in some places to where in a couple years we're going to have to get younger. But it's also a kind of a good window now to where if you get the right pieces around this quarterback, you might actually have a shot. That, that's true. So, so you, what, what, Greg, what you're telling me, what, what, what you want to do is you saw the Rams win the Super Bowl and you said, oh, let's do that. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 we're not there. That's we're kind not, of what it would be. We're not. Uh, no, you're no, saying no. you want to, you want to go get everything right now. That's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like to me. You're saying no. I I would I would rather trade back, like trade these picks out. Like if I'm not gonna go get the stud quarterback, then I'm gonna take the long term, like you said, patient approach to this. Like if I'm not gonna get a Watson, if I'm not gonna get Murray, and we didn't get Ross because he's a Bronco, then I think we need to. I would stick at fifteen. And I'd probably trade 16. And I would look to see what's there at night. I would trade out a 16, get a first for next year, and then see where you are at 19. If you want to stay in the first round, move back a few, like, and just keep acquiring assets. Because this team is good, but I don't know if you told me we got Jordan Davis 15, Drake London 16, and uh, Nicobe Dean at 19, that those three are putting us over the top compared to where we ha- we've we drafted decently the past couple years. We could trade back a few, let our young players still play, and then next year regroup and see where we're at. Maybe Hurts takes that progression, and you don't need to use those two ones you have next year for a quarterback, and, and then you can go trade those two. But like Vince said, you want to accumulate assets, then you can go make that move. The Rams just went all in. It was just trading ones for anything that came available. Yeah, right. I, I just no. I I know what you're saying, but I, I just don't think that. Um, I just think you want to. You want to. I think the best thing here going forward is to find the best way to balance it out. Like I I, I do think it's important to go from the ground up. Like I said before, but um, 
I don't know, man. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't I like, I, I don't think like you might have a point that they're not that far away, but I also, I don't see it where they're, where, where they're right there as well. Like, yeah, if you, if you had gotten a Russell Wilson or if you'd gotten, um, you know, that, that level of elite quarterback that can put you over the top, but that, that quarterback's not there right now. Like, is it not, when, when would, when would that quarterback be available? Like, when's the next time that court type of quarterback will be available? You don't know. Right. right, but you always have to set yourself up for when it happens. Like we didn't know Rodgers were going to be available. We didn't know Russell Wilson was going to be available. Um, we didn't even know Watson was going to be available. Who knows? In a couple years, it was a uh, Herbert could become available. Say like the Chargers just go in the complete opposite direction. Like you always right. have to make sure you're in position, right, to strike yeah. when the opportunity presents itself. Like I, I know what you're saying. I, I get that, but I do think that just for my feel, like I, I think that Howie and the front office, I think they are, are they a hundred percent like all, all, all in on Jalen hurts and building around it? No, but I think, I think they're content with putting pieces around him right now and trying to see if they can win because they did progress last year. They did win nine games and made the playoffs, albeit expanded playoffs. Fine. But they still did it. They got there. Um, I think they are, I think, but I think this is the year where you're going to see like, if they don't progress, if Jalen Hurts doesn't show right. that uh, that he's progressing, Nick Sirianni too, where I think I think people are saying Sirianni did a great job last year, last year, and he somewhat did, but like you know they had a weak schedule in the second half and they played really bad quarterbacks. Uh, so I think this is the year where you're going to see uh, if Hurts and Sirianni are really making progression. Then what you're saying right now about you know, trying, trying to not, maybe not build around Hurts anymore, then you'll see a different direction. But I think right now they are content with building around Jalen. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I believe they're content. They might say they're content because they have to be content because they struck out on Russ. Um, Because it's been reported that they were making offers for Russ. So were they really content with Jalen? I don't know. Were they all in on trying to get Russ? I don't think they're all in on trying to get him. Uh, I I think I think Howie went all in, and then Russ what, what, just kind of said, "No, I don't want to come here." Yeah, what what were the what were the reports? Because I didn't see what like what we what were we. Offering? Um, I forget who reported it. It might have been Benjamin Albright. I read earlier, Washington and Philadelphia they made a hard push, but Russ Russ didn't want to go to the East Coast, and Seattle right, didn't want to Seattle didn't want to trade him in the conference. So it's kind of like the Eagles made their push, but they they were just unlucky. Yeah, yeah, that's how it went down. They, they apparently they because he had a guest on, and it was it was a really interesting listen. Because uh, this guy he's worked he's a Seattle radio host, so sports radio guy in Seattle, but also works in a camp with Russell Wilson, like directly works and knows Russell Wilson and people other people that know Russell Wilson. So he was saying basically the Eagles gave an offer at the combine, Russ turned it down, and that was it. That was it. I mean, you you put in your shot. You gave it everything you could. So they said no. Washington had offered four ones. I totally understand why he wouldn't go there. They totally suck. And what a disaster. I mean, day in and day out, you don't want to be a part of that. But for the Eagles to get turned down, it's, you know, he just didn't think they were good enough or rather he just wanted to be in Denver. And it was all formality. Yeah. West Coast. He's in, he's in Denver. He's, uh, yeah, man. Uh, you know, a little part of me did want Russ, like a little, like definitely, like who wouldn't, who wouldn't want Russell Wilson? Like who wouldn't want it? Yeah. But you know, you, you got, what, you got what you got right now, man, with Jalen. I think that's just the, we got to remember this is reality. 
this is what it is right now. I don't think, I don't think in the next like seven to ten months we're, we're going to see anything drastically change. Like Jalen's a quarterback. No, I, I do think he's going to be our quarterback. But so next year, I believe the draft crop of quarterbacks is a lot better than this year. So if you trade a couple of your assets that you like your you trade at least one of your ones this year to next year then you set yourself up for possibly being able to acquire that quarterback if Jalen Hurts isn't the guy. But like this year you have to build in you have to go all around for Jalen Hurts while also setting yourself up for the future. Right. And when you have three so, ones, I think that's the perfect scenario. Right. But also like also like all right, so if you're if you're gonna have a one next year, right? If you're saying you're trading the one of the ones. And you gotta be bad this year though, so we can so we can get a high draft pick. And because like I mean, I don't know about you guys, but I'd be thinking about Bryce Young. Because if Hurts isn't right. the answer, I want Bryce Young. But I, he's I gonna go like number one in the in the draft. So you gotta be you gotta be making sure you have the assets to go uh get that number one pick and like, you know. I think being bad would help, obviously. So, uh, I mean, you got. I don't think the Eagles are going to be that drastically worse. Like, how much worse are they going to be? I don't think they're going to be drastically worse. If they, if anything, they're going to get a little better. I don't think they're going to get worse. I, I can't see them getting worse. It's not like they've lost. Have they lost anybody to where it was like, oh man, that was a ginormous loss. We're going to lose like uh, fifteen games now. Like, I don't. I don't think that's happened unless I'm just not thinking correctly. Right no, now. but. So it's another year of tape on Jalen. So now he's got to make that adjustment. Right. It's a year of tape on Sirianni. So now he has to make that adjustment. We finished second in the division. So now you have a harder schedule. And I don't know if all three of those things are going to work in our favor. That's possible. But I also, you you could also, I mean, you could play. That's how I get that. But you could also see it from where like, all right, Sirianni is a first year head coach. He's only going to get better. Jalen Hurts, first year star, he's only going to get better. So I, I think you can look at it. I, I I understand where you're coming from, but also like, I th- I think it, I'm looking at it like they're only going to get better. They're only going to get better, and you know I th- I think if anybody is going to adjust, it's going to be Jalen Hurts. He, he he's proved to be a to be a smart guy. I know he didn't look great in the Tampa Bay game, but look, man, first playoff game, first playoff game, head coach Nick Sirianni, first playoff game, like. You're going to learn from it, and you're, I, I feel right. like they're only going to get better. Now they're going to be more ready for this year. No, I, I agree, and and I think this goes back to I I wasn't the biggest Hurts fan in college, and I think I might hold that against him a little too much. But I just haven't seen like in Alabama and Oklahoma. I feel like he's just the same quarterback he he is now, and I just don't think there's been enough progression for me to be encouraged or um, excited for what this year could bring. And then now teams have tape, like I said, teams have tape and it's a harder schedule. Teams are going to make them throw and make them a little uncomfortable. And I know I sound hypocritical with the Ben Simmons thing, but we told him to shoot and he didn't do it. And Tampa told Jalen Hurts to throw and he wouldn't throw. I'm just a little concerned now. Yeah, I think you should be. (laughs) You're, you're just bitter. It's okay, Vince. You're, uh, just you're damn right I'm bitter. <laughs> I mean, he, this man started off the show wearing a Ben Simmons jersey. So. Hey, uh, 
Uh, we're going to move past that. <laughs> we can't. It's already happened. It's recorded live. Uh, I'm going to leave it here for you so you can wear it tomorrow when you do Bill and the Birdman. Uh, no, can we just burn it instead? Uh, no, no, you're not burning it. <laughs> All right. Uh, before we wrap up the show, before we get out of here, uh, mm. Francisco, you're a huge baseball fan. So am I. Mm-hmm. I'm very upset that baseball is depriving me of what I love. Same. Uh, past couple of weeks, me and Vince have uh, talked about um, a certain NL East player coming coming our way. That guy would be Freddie Freeman. Do the Phillies... But you're shaking your head right now. He's, he looks no, I, furious. I love Freddie Freeman. He's no, as in you don't want Freddie Freeman, or no, as in no shot he's coming here. It wouldn't make sense. It just why, wouldn't wait, make sense. I don't. Why, why wouldn't it make they're sense? They're not ready to win. If you're gonna get Freddie Freeman, you're you're trying to get put over the top. He's gonna yeah. go to the, the team like the Dodgers or the Yankees, where they're ready to win a World Series. This team, this team this isn't is close need, to winning. This is a World why they Series. need a salary cap. I'm tired of the Dodgers and the Yankees. I'm just tired yeah. of it. Well, yeah, no, you, you're right, but like, but also those teams are ready to to win. Or you, you, really, you really don't think we're are bad away? No, not even close. Their rotation is there. I don't even know if Zach Wheeler is going to be as good as he was this year, this coming year. I, I can, I, I, I'd be willing to bet Zach Wheeler is not going to be the same pitcher this year that he was last year. That's not, I'm not saying he's not going to be good, right. but he's not going to be top five Cy Young. I, I don't think it's going to happen again. Aaron Nola, I, I, I it's possible he could bounce back just because you look at uh, the expected ERA and, and stuff like that. And maybe he comes back and he's, better than he was last year. I don't think he can be uh, worse than he was last year. Um, and then, like, you don't really know what you have with your three, four, and five. Like, Kyle Gibson, I don't trust Kyle Gibson. Ranger Suarez, I know he was good, but, like, you know, you kind of mentioned the thing with with uh, with Jalen Hurts. People see the tape on him. Now, now you know, hitters are going to try to, you know, adjust to him. He only had, what, like 15 to 20 starts last year? It's not like he's been a starting pitcher in the league, in, the ML, in Major League Baseball for, for years. Like, I'm not saying he's not a good pitcher. I'm not right. saying he can't. And he, you get you get what I'm saying. So right. like, I, I the rotation is questionable. The bullpen is still bad. The bullpen. I mean, just because they got Corey Knable doesn't mean they're automatically going to come back and be in an incredible Agreed. bullpen. You know, they're they're not a bad away. They they they're not close. Alec Bohm. I hope he. I hope he turns out to be a great player. Uh, Didi Gregorius. We have questions with him. We have questions with uh, Reese Hoskins. We have questions with. Uh, you know, JT Romito is 30 years old. He's a, he is an aging catcher. Maybe not at this point, but I don't think he's going to get extremely bad. Uh, I mean, obviously Bryce is Bryce and, you know, hopefully he comes back and he, he continues to play the way he has. Center field's a question. Uh, left field's a question. No, they are not even close to a bad way, Greg. I wish, I wish. You're like Kevin Dixon on Twitter. I love Kevin. Y'all are both extremely optimistic and I love that you guys are optimistic, but you're also delusional. I don't, I don't, I don't think Freddie Freeman is close to being delusional. What to get it? Just yeah. Saying we get him and we're going to be a World Series team. Uh, well, it's not Freddie Freeman and you're done. I'm, I'm just saying, do we have a realistic shot of getting Freddie Freeman? Uh, oh, if, just we, money? if we like, get if we get the DH, you can give Reese Hoskins his fielding right. off because he sucks to field. Right. I get that. You bring in Freddie Freeman. Right. You instantly boost your lineup and you solidify yeah, and first. Paying- and what? you're going to give him what, like five hundred million dollars, and then where no. are you going to? What are you, what? He's not. He he'll probably I'm get. I'm yeah, no, he'll probably get Juan a Soto's four for thirty. Four Say for, more time. Sorry. Four years, thirty million a year. So four for one twenty. I think he's going to want more than that, man. He's been like 
dude, he's been one of the best hitters in baseball for as long as I can remember. No, he's going to want more than that. I think the I think the Braves offered him something. They they they, they offered. I think the I I saw the the Rays offered him something too. Uh, no, he's going to want a lot of money, man. Even if it was that, I, I yeah, for no, it's going to be more than that. And uh, and anyway, I think they, they, there's other areas. I'd rather get listen. I'd rather get like a Kyle Schwarber. That's who I want. Ugh. Like that. That's a guy you can put at the top Kyle of your lineup. Schwarber. You don't like Kyle Schwarber? Kyle Schwarber, Kyle Schwarber was good the first two years when he came up with the Cubs. I feel like Kyle Schwarber. Was did just... you watch last year? Did you see what he did? What in ball? He was in what Boston? He was in Washington. Uh, in Boston, yeah, he you ever had that month where he had like ten homers in ten games? Schwarber was good last year, man. He would fit perfectly at the top of our lineup. Would get on base, can hit for power. Uh, I'd put him right in that like one or two spot, yeah. And he, and he plays left field. He plays left field, and he can play the DH. He hit DH, so you can do both. Uh, so I'm... I'd ra- I'd much rather pay Kyle Schwarber uh, less money than I'd rather pay more money to Freddie Freeman and not be able to. Uh, you know, construct your team more that you, that you, the areas that you need to construct. Cause there's a lot of holes. It's not just one right. or two it's, holes. It's I'm not, telling you the, the right. Dodgers and Yankees have a couple of holes. They need to fill and that's it where they're, they're almost ready. So the Phillies aren't there. I know. I know you're doing, I get it. It's been 10 <laughs> years since we made the playoffs. I get it. It's like, we wish we were there. I, I wish we were there. I hate it, but well, we're not there now with the lockout. Whenever it ends. Yeah. Do you see more, do we see a lot of one-year deals? A lot of one-year deals. Uh, I mean, it depends on the players. Um, like the, the, I'm talking like the top end guy. Like, if they have to say they strike a deal tomorrow, yeah. Like, do you just do players just sign a one-year deal so they get their money, know where they're going, so they can get at it? Or do you think some of these players hold out and try to get? Uh, I see what you're saying. That's a, that's an interesting question. I haven't really thought about that. Um, I, I don't. I mean, it, dep- it depends on who the player is. I, I mean, I, I think maybe the top end guys. No, nah, I, th- I think they. I think they hold out. I mean, we've we've seen players in the past hold out for forever until yeah. you know. I mean, and I'm thinking once the lockout ends, the season isn't going to start in a week right after that. It's going to be yeah. like a month. So, no, nah, I think you're going to see players holding out for at least you know three to four weeks if they're not getting the deal that they want to get. It's baseball, man. The, the agents tell them to hold out to get the deal that they can get. We saw Harper didn't get signed with the Phillies until right before spring training started, I believe. It, it's, I think you're going to see guys continue to – guys will hold out if they think they can get more money. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, just give me Freddie Freeman. I'll be happy. <laughs> I, li- I like Freddie Freeman, man. I, 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 hate that he, uh, I hate that he played for Atlanta all these years. He's a, he's, he's a likable guy, but it's annoying he was on Atlanta. It's funny. Vin- Vince, you're 0 for 1. Hopefully you don't go 0 for 3 with uh, Beal and – Freddie Freeman as well. Oh God, don't do this to me this today. Doesn't like baseball. I don't ask him questions about baseball. Well, baseball sucks, but I like Freddie Freeman. I do. For for baseball the time that I was suck, the yeah, owners the, suck. For the time that I was a, a prisoner of baseball as a CBS guy, uh, yeah, I I liked Freddie Freeman. If uh, I if I go to a Phillies game this year, I better not see you. <laughs> Never go back to Philly's game. Yes, he will. Tell. Yes, he will. Oh yeah, I'll totally like see, sitting in the see, ballpark. See, sitting in the ballpark, not caring about the game whatsoever, and hanging <laughs> out is fun. Yeah, not caring about the yeah, game. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. I, I pay attention. I'll be honest. As much as I love baseball, I pay attention more to the game when I'm at home watching on TV than when I'm actually. Yes, at. that's coming from a diehard baseball fan. <laughs> it's not what you go to the game for. 
Unless it's a playoff game, it's not what you go for. Nah, you go there to get fucking drunk and in nice drag, weather sorry, and, and nice eat, eat uh, like federal donuts or whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Never I love federal, federal donuts. donuts. Federal donuts are fantastic. Where, really where's the closest federal donuts? I've never had one. Oh, dude, they've got like at least somewhere. three or four locations. You got to get on that. All right, I'm going to yeah. have to find that. Yeah, they're near. Uh, I, I know they're near, you know, uh, 2400 where IP and uh, KYW is there. There's one like near there. We order them sometimes. So, I mean, it's not far from Center City. I'll have to, so, I'll have to make a trip. Federal donuts are incredible. I'm trying to eat healthier, man. Yeah, look at you. <laughs> new, new year, new you. Nah, I'm just I'm trying to be healthy, man. I don't, I don't want health problems when I'm like oh, like fifty, but I'm gonna get health problems anyway at some point. So <laughs> I know you're not. You look good. I only see you through a computer oh, screen thanks. right now. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Francisco. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, I love the conversation. Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, this was fun Big fan. Uh, yeah, you'll definitely you. be back, especially when baseball comes back. Uh, yes, we, we when it, well, let's be optimistic. Yeah, when, when it comes, when back. it comes back, uh, we're gonna make Vince talk about it. Um, uh, you're gonna see uh, Russell Wilson probably at the Phillies Rockies games out in Denver too. If you want to, I was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> this might not go if Russ is there. Like, I don't see him. I don't they can't see the lasers that I'm sending you right now with my eyes, but I'm <laughs> I'm lasering you right now. <laughs> we should make that a trip. Uh, we can see Russ the, and the Phillies out in Colorado. That'd be great. <sighs> that would be that would be a terrible trip. You know why? Because the Phillies oh my God, don't have no, great no, history in Colorado. No, we don't. We can't hit, and our pitching is very hittable. Well, especially, of course. <laughs> yeah, especially, of course. But this has been another episode of the Philly Eye Podcast. Big thanks to Vince. Big thanks to Francisco. Uh, make sure you follow both of them on Twitter. Francisco, what's your Twitter uh, Twitter handle again? Uh, at Rojas, uh, not a H, it's a J, underscore media, underscore. That's me on Twitter. Go follow me. And make sure you follow the Philly Eye Podcast at Philly Eye and Vince Quinn at It's Vince Quinn. Uh, send him some virtu- some tweet hugs, you know, some cheerful words. He's a little down um, as his boy is now a Denver Bronco. Yeah. And uh, a quick, before we go, a quick sentimental note. Uh, my good friend, Matt Gona plays in the NFL. And he was a free agent for the Falcons. And I asked him to come here. And I just found out he signed a deal with the Giants. I'm a little I'm a little upset. <laughs> but uh no, congratulations, man. Yeah, you earned it. You made it. Um so yeah, for all the cinnamons people that listen, Matt Gono, sign with the New York Giants for a one year deal. We will not hate him. He'll be the only giant we like besides Saquon Barkley, who will eventually an eagle you've been listening to the philly i podcast we'll be back next week talking uh ben simmons return to philadelphia tomorrow maybe i'll wear um a james harden jersey instead not a ben simmons jersey uh thanks guys it's been fun talk to you next week